You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report. We are recording this live via Facebook. <laughs> it's, it's a first for us, so pardon any uh, sort of bumps along the way. Uh, but uh, we wanted to do this so that we could uh, interact with you guys, because uh, we've never really had a chance to do that. So usually we record our thing. And then, you know, we may get a response later, uh, which is always nice. But uh, this time, if you guys have any questions, comments, uh, feel free to do so um, periodically. And we've got Mike and Jen uh, actually looking out for the comments. And speaking of which, uh, my name's Mike Gordon. I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew. We've been doing this for, this is our 11th year, 11th season of doing this show. So thanks so much for that. Um, of course, we have director Mike Faber. Hey, everybody. And if I seem distracted tonight, it's because I'm producing this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, good job you are, dude. Oh, yeah. We are thankful to have you. As well uh, as we you. Also, I am abiding, also, though, tonight. <laughs> we also have Darren with us. Howdy, everybody. And and Mike and Darren with, have been with us for the all 11 years. So that's, that's uh, true. We are, we are troopers for sure. <laughs> um, and Jen is with us as well. Hello. Hello. How are things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It seems to be the standard answer these days, I guess, right? Uh, and we also have Michael and Sue joining us from the DragonCon Newbies group. Hi. Howdy. Uh, oh, tell us a little cute. bit about the, um, the Newbies group. Go for it, Sam. Sure. So um, I'm not going to know the year because Kevin usually does this part. And he's not here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so many, many years ago, our dear friend, uh, Kevin Batchelder, started a Facebook group uh, for that he called Dragon Con Newbies. And he did it for a bunch of his friends who were coming to Dragon Con for the first time. I think because it was the first time the Lost Girl cast was coming. Probably. So that, that whole fandom was descending upon Atlanta. And Kevin knows all of them. So <laughs> he put together that group. So he had a central place to answer questions and not answer the same question 500 times. And that group grew and grew and grew. And, uh, Within, I think, a year, Kevin brought us in, myself and uh, Faulkner here, as well as Kim McGibney, as uh, co-admins, moderators, whatever you want to call it. And we have been uh, helping in that group ever since. Uh, A few years after it got started, we started doing walking tours on Thursday night. First, it was before Con. Now it's one of the early events at Con (laughs) as the convention continues to expand. Uh, but our whole goal there is to to help people, to answer questions, to guide people, because Dragon Con is unlike any other convention you've ever attended. We promise. Absolutely. I, I just I just looked it up. We're 11 years old this year. Wow. There you go. Yeah. And so are we. Coincidence? Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only 10 more years than we can legally drink. 
That's right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to stop any of this. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get some business out of the way. We are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. Uh, there's a link for that on this episode's show notes if you're downloading this and listening to it. And if you just want to go to the top of the ESO Network page, ESOnetwork.com, it's right there as well. Uh, we also have a Patreon page, um, and we always thank our patrons for all their support they give us. Uh, they get some extra bonuses. Mike, is there anything special they should look forward to? Oh, always. There's always a new episode of ESO Board Silly coming out. And also, of course, there is a brand new uh, podcast created by, I think, Kevin and Drew. Of Kevin, of course, from the Flopcast and Drew from Earth Station DCU. They have an amazing called um, Earth Station DCU Classics, and they are looking at a year of the DC Universe. And this time they are doing the Legion of Super Pets. So, excuse me, exactly. So, <laughs> and, and Mike and I also produce it's a monthly or every so often. I whenever we feel up to it, yeah, rants and raves. If we feel like something, getting something <laughs> off our chest. Uh, either in a good way or a bad way, uh, we use that uh, patron uh, link to do so. So uh, so there's a lot of good stuff there. Thanks again for all your support, patrons. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, you can also support our show by leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening or watching this on. So feel free to leave a review. Uh, we're going to post this to YouTube. Or we have a new YouTube channel. So we're going to post it to that as well, as well as all of the podcasts out there, the podcast platforms apple podcast stitcher google podcast iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music or audible.com uh, you can always access past episodes of the dragon con report so if you missed the first episode you can go to dragonconreport.com download it there um, if you'd like to leave direct feedback or comment on the show you can email us as well that email address is feedback at dragonconreport.com and reach us. We are on all the social medias as well. So reach out to us there. So um, I do have to note, um, we are an official, uh, an unofficial. Wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait there, Mikey. <laughs> we had this talk last time. Like, we, we, we talked about this already. We are we an unofficial podcast already. of the con, right? So we are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. Um, so for any official news, we strongly recommend checking out the official site and all the official social media outlets. Um, so, all right, so let's get started with some news. Um, for those people who are thinking about going, if you haven't pulled the trigger on your membership rates, uh, right now it is $120 for the membership. Um, it is uh, um, also a $5 processing fee, so it's really $125 if you're going through the website. Um, it is non-refundable and non-transferable. So just keep that in mind. Um, I, if there's, if there's some stupid event, I don't know something that could, I, you know, it's outrageous. I know, but if something could happen where the con is absolutely not going to happen, then maybe refunds and transfers. But right now, the way things stand, you know, as, as unlikely as that could be. Uh, so be prepared. Uh, it's $120. Now that goes up to $140 on March 18th. On March 18th, you have it'll go up $20, and it'll be $140 until um, – well, they've said that final pricing after June, including an at-the-door rate and single memberships, will be determined um, prior to June 1st. So we're still waiting to hear about what those rates could be. 
Um, we're also waiting to hear things about like sort of cap attendance or if they will be selling singles tickets, single day tickets, or if they will sell them at the door. We're not sure of all of that yet. There's a lot of things we're not sure about. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of questions about it, but, um, but you can, we are, we do encourage people to get their memberships. If they're thinking about going, get them. The earlier you get them, the cheaper they're going to be. Um, and you can also participate in a number of different ways. Uh, the volunteer application is open. So if you uh, want to volunteer, you're thinking about doing that, go to the website and uh, follow the steps to apply to be a volunteer. The first volunteer meeting is going to be at the, held at the Marriott Marquis on the 19th of March. So that's coming up in about a month. So, uh, yeah, it's sort of like, it's weird. It's like when, you know, to use a sports analogy, it's like when pitchers and, and everybody shows up, pitchers and batters show up for, uh, to, for spring training. It's kind of like, wow, this is early. It feels early. Like it get, comes earlier every year. Although technically it's usually considered halfway to dragon. Cause usually at that March 1st volunteer meeting, they have, mm-hmm. you know, con regulars have the halfway to dragon meetup. Um, and they were discussing it a few days ago. There is no official event for Halfway to Dragon Con this year. Oh, um, there's been chatter that if you know folks want to loosely gather or put something together last minute to go for it, but it hasn't been the push uh, of years past of, hey, come get a room at the Hilton and let's meet up at Trader Vic or something like that. Although, Voltaire will be in town <laughs> right around then. Wow. Uh, performing and his show is actually called Halfway to Dragon Con. Well, there wow. you go. So that is good information. I did not know that, that. Wiley Voltaire. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> coincidence? I don't think. So. I think not. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't even know if he has guest status yet. Um, so that's nobody does. It's Voltaire. Nobody, you're right. Nobody knows about the guest status. Uh, speaking on that, Dragon Con actually posted the following on their Facebook group uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, quote, we've seen a few questions about the guest list and not seeing any announcements yet. So transparent answer time. Our timetable got pushed way back this year due to some much needed improvements, enhancements and updating to the quote behind the curtains, unquote system. We did not. Uh, open the guest and performer application until late January, which is very late. It's like three months late for them, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vetting, the contracting, coordinating, review, and approval process is the opposite of Expedius. Uh, they're coming. Don't fret. But these things take time. Uh, so just wait. Um, uh, yeah, the volunteer, the all the applications now are open. So guests, attending pros, performers, new vendors, art show applications. Uh, DragonCon parade registration opened yesterday, and I believe it's still open, which to me is a shocker. Because well, you know, that, that is a shocker. This, is, this is as of of uh, February fifteenth. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At eight fifteen <laughs> yeah. p.m. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fact that it's been open for more than twenty four hours to me it's is mind boggling. Yeah, so yeah, it usually goes fast. If you are watching this now and you're thinking about registering for the parade, like do you it do as that soon as possible. Now. Yeah, exactly. uh, we have a we have a comment actually uh, from Sarah who says it actually opened today. Oh, oh wow! Okay. okay, okay. So like at midnight today because that would be funny. 
Right. We know the DragonCon crowd would stay up. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. The drum circle's just getting started at midnight. What's what's going on? They've been in line since November. I mean, thank you. Okay, so it's been a. Well, it felt like some of the lines last year were like that. So it's still it's still pretty amazing that it's still open because I think usually it's closed and within an hour. So that's that's pretty interesting that it's open uh, now still. Um, by the way, speaking of the new vendor application and the art show applications, those are closing pretty soon. Uh, if you want to be, if you're interested in being a vendor for the first time, that application ends on the 15th of March. Uh, the art show application ends actually on the 1st of March. So if you want to take advantage of those things, do those now as soon as possible. The performance application it ends on the 31st of March. And the guests and attending pro applications, those go until June 15th. But the earlier you can get that stuff in, the better. Um, so we don't know. Again, we don't know if there's going to be a cap on guests or any of that stuff. Uh, also, people who might be concerned about not seeing guests yet, uh, as I think we say this every year, the people who get announced earlier, that's the chance. Those are the people we have a chance of them canceling. Yeah. So really, to me, like, no news is good news because that means less of a chance. Somebody will be announced and then two days later, oh, never mind. They're not coming. So there will still be plenty of good names. There, there yes. will be plenty of people there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, 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 yeah the, the, the Walk of Fame is still going to be full. Yes. <laughs> oh, we hope so. And still, uh, still some major lines there, I'm sure. So, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and all of the, you know, we talk about volunteering, we talk about involved, uh, being involved with the track directors and the tracks doing panels and whatnot. All the track directors are open right now to panel ideas. So reach out to them directly. They almost all of the tracks have social media. Uh, so you can actually just go there and if you, you can, you can private message them or you can post stuff. <laughs> Um, we know very many track directors who encourage almost all of them encourage as much, uh, uh, coordination as possible. Cooperation. That's what, and coordination. Yeah. Both of those things. The only other thing I had on my agenda for news was a reminder again, uh, speaking of dates that are coming up the 26th, this is unofficial, but is the hair of the dragon party. Um, I know Jen, you mentioned that last time on the last episode, uh, it is still, they've still got tickets available and they still plan on happening on that happening on the 26th of February. Yep. So, um, and is that's more of a cosplay event. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, for it's everybody, a, but yeah, everybody can attend, but, um, you know, people who've been working on costumes, either new ones or ones in the past that they're really proud of. It's the perfect opportunity to show up and, uh, have your looks <laughs> shot by a bunch of different photographers. Uh, oh yeah, and a lot of them are are, are professional costume photographers. Um, and uh, I think it's saying uh, they have eighteen percent of tickets remaining as of today. Oh. Okay, that's wow. not bad. All right, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, any other news or notes that uh, I haven't mentioned that you guys have? learned in the last uh, month or so no we're under 200 days yeah <laughs> we are under 200 days you are right everyone panic exactly everyone start panic. panicking <laughs> run run man it just it feels like <laughs> it gets we're, we're at cosplayer code move cosplayer code move right now <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I know All which right. costumes i'm doing but i haven't started sewing like i'm in- still 
The costume I just held up is for an event that is less than a week from now. Okay, so you're at cosplayer code orange. (laughs) Started it on Saturday. Saturday morning is code red. (laughs) You've got about 175 days left before you can really panic about cosplay. At least for Dragon Con. When you're getting the duct tape and the glue gun out the last minute going, screw it. That's code red for a cosplayer right there. See, I'm working on a commission right now. I have five days to finish it. Then Uh I can think about myself. (laughs) The paid job goes first. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) And then, you know, something's going to happen. Some movie, some TV show, something, something's going to happen like a week before the con that everybody's going to want to jump in and do a cosplay on. So, yeah, like Uh, our variants last year. Exactly. Um, I I was one of. (laughs) It's the easiest. Wait till Dr. Strange comes out, you know, all the variants there. People to start planning their Encanto cosplays because I'm imagining we're going to see some of that. Oh, there's oh, going to yeah. be some, there's going to be some, you know, who's that we don't talk about. Oh, oh. you think? Oh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head. Thanks. It's been uh, stuck in my no, head. No, 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 no. We don't talk about. <laughs> Lynn manuel will write something new by then and that'll be stuck in your head. <laughs> you are not wrong. We can't sing it because the mouse will come and sue us and we have no money. So no, we that. don't have any money. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm waiting to see someone dressed as Moon Knight wrapped in toilet paper. Yeah. In, uh... Moon Knight and toilet paper is going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's probably some from uh, new, some of the characters from Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. I, saw, I saw a few in there. Where I was like, you know what? I bet somebody already found a fuzzy screenshot of that like six months ago and has it, had it ready to go to post on their Facebook. The all all the kid aired. with the cybernetic attachments. That's going to be mm-hmm. strong. So there's a, a thing. If you're not in the Star Wars costuming groups, you might not be familiar with it. But uh, among the groups, Rebel Legion, Saber Guild, the 501st, the Droid Builders, there is a lot of clout that comes with being Legion first to have Mm. a costume approved. Um, I have a lot of opinions on that whole thing about whether there should be, but uh, because of that, people do take fuzzy screenshots and build costumes and get them approved. I mean, there were, there were approvals for the, the last trilogy, for each of them before the movie even premiered. Just wow. not for the scripts. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just saying, when you're, when you're joking about like approvals for costumes we haven't seen yet. Yeah, that, they, that's, that, that's, that's oh, no, I wasn't, yeah, that's... I wasn't joking. I, I knew it was the, I, it, the people I follow, some of them, it pops up and I'm like, how, how did you get the quality that down to detail mm-hmm. when, when we've only seen fo- fuzzy photos? Yeah. yeah, it's a good question. It's, it's a whole thing. Act with the devil. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there's no <laughs> deadline, obviously, for cosplayers. They uh, <laughs> they are actually going unless you know unless you're at the con itself and Monday uh, Monday at noon is the deadline for cosplayers <laughs> to be even even hey. then at the con anything goes. <laughs> yeah, so and we, we we've driven from Texas with a sewing machine before, yeah. <laughs> and had to use it every single day for multiple hours. Do you wow. want to build a costume? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a costume. With- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who knew? All I had to do was open this up to Facebook Live and we got people singing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that never wow. happens. On our- 
And that never happened. I don't go I to a con without eighty six thousand in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, so that's all the news that we have. Uh, again, not a lot, but you know, it's still early. It's not too early to prepare, as we're going to talk about in a little bit. But uh, we're going to get to our main topic of first time at Dragon Con and what that's like, and some tips and all of that. We're going to do that for those people who are listening audio wise. Um, you're going to get a little break here. We're going to put in some uh, commercial. But for those people who are uh, live, uh, you know, watching us live, obviously, you can just uh, hang on. Hang on. Here, right here. We'll be back in two and two. Yeah. <laughs> this is when we have the dance break. Helm report. <laughs> Sir, there's Klingons on the starboard bow. Starboard bow? Starboard bow. What are they doing there? They seem to be waiting for the new episode of Earth Station Trek. Science, what do we know about this Earth Station Trek? It's a podcast that tracks through the history of Star Trek, from the early days on NBC to the future on Paramount Plus and everywhere in between. Navigation, how would one find such a podcast? By setting coordinates for EarthStationTrek.com or by doing a sensor sweep of Spotify, iTunes, or any other quadrant where fine podcasts are available. Captain, what are we going to do about the Klingons? We come in peace, Commander. Weapon station, shoot to kill. Shoot, shoot to, to kill. kill! Shoot to kill! And now we're here to talk about our first experience at Dragon Con. All of us have been to Dragon Con, obviously, many times. And uh, but you know, going back to the first, my first was in 1994. It was the fir- it was only the third convention I'd ever been to in my entire life. I had been to uh, I was 22, I think. Um, wow, that must have been a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it is. It was a long time ago. Well, yeah, I've been going to Dragon a long time. Um, but, um, and even then, it was much, much smaller. It was only in three hotels back then. Uh, but the cosplay was still strong. Um, and I was amazed at that. Uh, also, uh, it still was easy to get lost um, with the three hotels. The fact that it wasn't at a convention center. The fact that, you know, you always had, there was, there was way too many things going on that we could participate in at the same time. Um, and so that was tricky. It was overwhelming, but I loved every second of it. I loved that fact that there was so much to do that I wanted to come back and, and do some more, do it again, do stuff that I hadn't done before. And it was an amazing experience. Um, so, and I've been going ever since uh, consistently for 20, so what are we at now? 27 years, 28. Ooh, goodness gracious. Wait, we um, to math? No. Yeah, I know. It wasn't, hey, it was not on the job application for this. <laughs> no, it was not. I would never do that to anybody because I'd have to check the results and I can't do that. So I can't do that. Uh, Sue, what about you? What was your first experience at Dragon Con? Uh, my first Dragon Con was sort of a last minute decision. It was 2010. And it's actually because of the Scape cast that uh, Faulkner was podcasting on at the time. Um, because that that show constantly talked about Dragon Con. And I was like, I've heard, I should go to this thing. I've heard about this con. And I was talking to my brother and he had the same idea. He was like, I've heard about Dragon Con. I want to go to Dragon Con. So I want to say June, we decided to go to, to the con. that I think it was mostly in August that year. Um, and I have been back ever since. It was 
an immediate like recognition of, oh, this is where my people are. Uh, I had purchased my eternal membership for the 2012 cons. It only took me two times wow, before I knew I, I needed it. <laughs> lucky. That's when it was mildly affordable. Yeah, I, I purchased it with a tax return. So it was like I never actually saw the money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's even safer, you know, uh, yeah. never in pocket. Exactly. Nice. But it was a few years later I started getting uh, an attending pro badge. First I was a, a fan panelist, then I got an attending pro badge. Um, and I think, I guess last year, technically I was also a volunteer. So I have uh, been been around the block. That's wrong. With, with Dragon Con. That should be a track director and that, no way. I mean, there there is one track that I would take if offered. Right. Just saying. Interesting. Can you guess what it might be? Mm, wow. Wow. Now, uh, when I went, uh, one of the reasons that why uh, DragonCon came to my attention is because I was living, I just moved to the Atlanta area. Were you local or did you come from elsewhere? Oh, me? No, I'm, I'm a New Yorker. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so, so, I, so, the, so you had to travel among everything else, too. Yeah, it's, it's travel, but it's not like difficult travel. If that makes any sense, I think the flight's about two and a half hours. Mm. Uh, you know, anything closer than Orlando is is kind of easy air travel for for the Northeast, especially with three international airports close by. You know, absolutely. So absolutely. it's not it's not like flying out to D twenty three every year. Uh, yeah. You know, for a lot of reasons, right. I'm sure. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> uh, Jen, what about you? What uh, what was your first dragon? Go- when was it, and what was it like? So, my first one was also in 2010. Uh, my best friend Amy lives in Jersey. I'm in San Antonio. Uh, she harassed me for a full year, and uh, I kept going back and forth on it because uh, it was going to be the first time I was traveling to an out of state convention by myself. Uh, but uh, at the, I guess like a month before I finally, you know, made the decision and went, um, we got there on a Friday. That was the nightmare year where we were in registration line for over five and a half hours <laughs> in the wow. direct sun. Oh. Um, that used to like be wrapped every around year. the building. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, to according be, to other to people we were in line with, uh, they were telling us it was the worst that it had been in a long yeah, time. Yeah, it got really yeah. bad around that time. Because, um, yeah. like, we had no, there was no water anywhere, no. nothing like that. After a couple hours, then volunteers started bringing water because people had started passing out. Uh, so that wasn't a great introduction, but, like, <laughs> after, you know, the five and a half hours, I got my badge. We went over to, I think we went to the Hilton first. And uh, almost immediately, I was just like, holy crap, I'm home. Like, <laughs> I feel so normal. And I never feel normal. So it was just like, I am the most normal person here. This is amazing. Uh, And uh, it really, to me, is like one of the best, besides Reg Line, was one of the best experiences you could have for your first con because I really got to experience a little bit of everything and seeing just how much after the Walk of Fame closes that the celebrities get to go nerd out as well. Uh, you know, like Colin Ferguson was dr- from Eureka at the time, was drinking with us at the bar and 
uh, you know, uh, I can't remember who exactly it was. Somebody was, I think Colin Trevorrow was there getting coffee with us every morning. Uh, so it was just really cool. It was really cool to see just, just how excited everybody got, like whether you're attendee or a celebrity. Mm -hmm. And I have gone every year since. Uh, I'm kicking myself for not committing to an eternal badge back then. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) Because you always probably went, I'm not going to be going for another 15, 20 years. I think Uh in in 2010 it was maybe – I can't remember if it was 500 or 1,000. It was 1,000. It was 1,000. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. I'd have to go for 10 years to make it worth it. And now I've been going (laughs) for over 10 years. And I am an idiot (laughs) for not doing it. (laughs) So... uh, but yeah, been going ever since, and like you know, when we when we couldn't go to con a few years ago, when they had to go virtual, we threw a little mini Dragon Con at our house and put all the panels up on the different or all the tracks channels up on different TVs in the house, and I had the schedule for everybody so we could all pick and choose. And our friends over at uh, Shownuff Karaoke, who used to do the Hilton Karaoke. They even set up like a private karaoke party in a private event room on Facebook. So those of us who, you know, used to go hang out with them could like jump in and do a karaoke song on Facebook Live uh, and then, you know, go back to watching panels and stuff on the track channels. So uh, it's it's family. It's home. Uh, it's it's. It's the, be- it's the best con I've ever been to. That's awesome. There's, there's, a reason, there's a reason I'm willing, you know, to commit like $2,500 to $3,000 to attend every year. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. not, and it's not cheap coming from out of town, especially. <laughs> no. Well, I'm also like, you know, your hotel. Hotel's not cheap. No. Flights I can get. Flights I can usually I get them on sale. We, we can fly Southwest from Texas, you know, two free bags. Yeah. Uh, we got to fly at like five o'clock in the morning to get a direct but you know it's worth it i get there and then i'm raring to go (laughs) that's the real cost of dragon con is your hotel room Uh, oh yeah of course Uh, because i mean as i'm sure other people on this call do as well you know as as someone who attends a lot of conventions even the highest price of a dragon con membership is nothing compared to you know, your New York Comic-Con weekend pass or your San Diego weekend pass. I think the last Star Wars celebration I went to was $350 for a general admission weekend pass. Wow. It's it's out of control. Well, your, isn't it? And isn't like celebration only three days? I think it might have been four. It might have been mm-hmm. three. I don't remember. Okay. It was two years ago or three years ago now, which is could might as well be a million years ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It was in the before times. <laughs> it was 2019. I don't know. It was BC. <laughs> before it, the dark it, times. It really is your your hotel room. That's where your biggest expense is going to come, even if you're flying in. Yeah. Yeah. And and on a local level, um, I mean, I haven't not stayed at a hotel in probably 10 years now. So um, even though the option is there, um, <laughs> I want uh, – because I'm usually – you know, in the comic dealer room, um, the card, comic book artist alley, or, and I'm a guest, I usually want to stay there because lugging my stuff back and forth, it just isn't an option for me. So, so, um, 
and it, you do experience the kind, I mean, that's the only way I feel like you can really experience it too, is uh, fully. Is you got to immerse yourself. Stay there. Yeah. To stay there. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to go in on five days before the end. And then Monday afternoon, when you leave, you're like, I've been on another planet. Yep. <laughs> What's I wonder what's uh, happening out on. in the real world. You know, <laughs> that, exactly. Man, that, I don't that, want to know what's happening out in the real world. Leave me alone. But that, it's, that people don't understand this. It's something we, we tell the newbies all the time. You don't want to stay off site if you can help it or if you can afford to stay on site because it's it's not like uh, your standard convention. The show floor doesn't close. That's not a concept at Dragon Con. Yep. It literally right. goes around the clock. Exactly. It's like no other con out there. It's a marathon. It is. It completely is. <laughs> but it's it's and interesting. And fail that because they think it's a sprint. Yes, mm-hmm. very yeah. much so. And they try to get it all done all at once. And you can't. No. There's no way. And we keep yeah. on telling them on the show, and I'm sure you guys do at yeah. your newbie sessions, pace it out. You know, don't try to do it all in your first day because <laughs> you're not going to. You'll be miserable. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. And you'll be going, <gasps> There's three and a half more days to go. Oh my God. You know, or something. And you've only longer. seen two hotels. Exactly. <laughs> no, and you should pace yourself on everything. Like I try to wait until at least uh, Friday morning before I have my first hangover. Like you really got to be careful. <laughs> that's, that's good for you. That's good. It must Although have been I've, what, 2019, Michael, that somebody went down uh, right outside the room we were running the tours from. On Thursday afternoon. Yep. Ooh. They were partying hard already. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, it was Did they go in on PM. Wednesday night? I don't know. Good question. I, I remember. And, and unashamedly, they were an object lesson for the newbies in the room. We're like, don't yeah. be that guy. Don't be that person. <laughs> oh, God. The time we were trying to find a room to do the ESO network recording. <laughs> and Darren and I were standing over by where the blood drive is up in the upper level of the Marriott and the puppetry track is over there. there. Yeah. And the puppetry track <laughs> uh, was, is there now and everything. So we were standing there and it says, so do you think we should maybe do our, our recording right here? All of a sudden, oh, this woman burst out of the room, ran to the garbage can right be- behind us. And it was like that heaving. Right. And Darren looked like, at me and no. Darren was like, no, we're not doing no, the recording. I, here. I don't think so. <laughs> No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Michael, what about your first time at Dragon Con? Uh, my first time at Dragon Con was 2009, uh, back when the, the uh, Eternal membership was $500. It was still too expensive for me. Uh, you know, and we had the same thought. It was like, are we going to be doing this for you know 10 or so years? Probably not, because the first convention my wife and I had gone to was a year earlier. It was a Farscape convention in Burbank. And we're like, nah, we, it's not something we'll do every year. Um, my brother-in-law, uh, who's really more like a brother anyway, invited us out to, to Atlanta for Dragon Con. He said, don't worry about rooms or anything else. You guys, I have, I have a room already set up. You guys can stay with me. You just, you just have fun. And so we, we went to, uh, to Dragon Con that year and it's really a blur from that point forward. Like, it, we, <laughs> We got there. We stood. We stood in the the line from hell uh, to get our our badges, and then it was it's Monday. Wait, we're done. Uh, and it was at that point we're like, we're coming back. We're doing this again. And uh, the following year, we actually moved down here to Atlanta, and um, it's just been a regular you know year after year thing um, to the point that you know 
hanging out with with the former scapecasters and with you know people like who are on this call here you know the the family of DragonCon, the geek family um you know i i started doing panels and i started doing all this other kind of stuff and it just like sue picked up the eternal you know they're the uh the attending pro and you know i'm just like i'm gonna keep doing this because it's fun <laughs> you know it's, it's it's so enjoyable just to, to keep every year doing this yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, and I used to have this thing where every time I would, uh, come back from Dragon Con, cause Michelle, my partner has never gone to Dragon Con, but, um, she always asks me like, how was it? And every year I say the same thing. It was the best con I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just keeps getting better and better and better, um, in, in different ways. Um, but, uh, and, and, and last year was weird. But it was still the best. Last year we felt like breathe. exactly. Last year felt like a, a throwback. <laughs> Last year was like 2005. Yeah, <laughs> pretty they're, much. They're even. They're even years. Like you, you know, you, you come like you know Friday, Saturday into Sunday. And you're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do this again. Yeah, you know, there's there's a moment sometimes where it's like I don't know, and then come Monday, it's like no, 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 it can't be over. And a week later, you're like, oh, where am I signing up for the next year already? Come on, give me my applications and everything. You know, it, for me, it's, just... it's like, I am not packing this much next year. And then the next <laughs> uh, year hits. Why do I have 10 costumes again? <laughs> it, it, it's even to the point where the you, know, you get home and you don't unpack your bags for a while. Even the I mean, con bag is still set, ready to go. And it's like, I don't want to unpack because that means Dragon Con 2021 is early over. <laughs> oh, man. And you're just going to have to repack it again in a few right. months. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Got to do the laundry, though. Come on. Let's be honest right. about that. Okay, that's, that's the caveat. The laundry goes straight in the washer. Yeah. Those clothes are just going to fester. <laughs> the rest of it we can Febreze. And yes. just walk around smelling like vodka. <laughs> yeah, vodka in a in a spray bottle is your friend at Dragon Con for <laughs> Mike, what about you? What was uh what was your first Dragon Con? Uh my first Dragon Con unofficially was pretty much two thousand four because I took William um to the parade for the first time because he was five years old at the time. And I had just moved Atlanta the year before and People had been telling me, oh, you got to go to Dragon Con. You got to go to Dragon Con. And I was like, what is this Dragon Con you speak of and everything? And I started working for a newspaper and they, one of the reporters who did it um, said, go to take your son to the parade. It'll be your intro to it. It's like no other parade you've ever been to. And so I said, okay, not a problem. And I've been to parades my whole life. I've even been to the Macy's parade in New York. And I was like, you know, going to see the balloons and everything. And I was, you know, oh, it's going to be, you know, something fun, but on smaller scale. Went to took William to the parade. We were driving up Andrew Young Boulevard, and he was in the back seat in his car seat at the time. And he looked at me and, and, and said, Dad, what kind of parade is this? As he's pointing to two stormtroopers walking up the street. <laughs> and that's I'm like, for you. Exactly. And so we actually. Um, and loved the parade and everything. So I said, in the next year, I'll come to it. You know, I'll, we'll finally buy tickets to go inside. And so 2005 was the first year we actually went in. And we've been going ever since uh, for until probably 2010, I paid for it. And um, starting in 2011, I started becoming an attending professional. And then from there on, 
it was either attending professional or media and because we were starting to cover it as ESO. And then probably about what, six years ago, um, five or six years ago, I, I've been a guest. Um, and I've been a guest ever since, and it's an honor each time to be able to do it. And each year I'm going to go, you know, this might always, this might be my last year. This, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm starting to feel older and, you know, looking at some, at all these kids dressed up in costumes, kids, people in their twenties, you know, like stuff like that. And it's just like, and it's just like, and it's Amazing. Then come October, November, I'm starting to think, oh, when's, when's DragonCon? I'm ready for it. I'm going to even talking because we're eventually going to be leaving Atlanta and we're already talking about, you know, telling Judy, we're going to come back for DragonCon each year, aren't we? Aren't we? Come on. Huh? Huh? You know, stuff like that. And she's like, yes, that's our Labor Day, honey. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everything. But it's, it's neat because each, like you said, each year is completely different. And I've, you know, this is what 2000, this is going to be my 17th con or 18th con going in. And it was awesome to see William grow up with this. You know, each year he would, you know, go, go with me or go with his mom. And it was awesome. He started getting into cosplay. First time him and I did it, we dressed as the Blues Brothers. And then a year, you know, a couple, like the next year, he dressed as John Cena and, you know, and stuff like that. But I couldn't see him. So it was kind of Nobody hard. Could. Nobody saw him. And, but then, um, he started dressing as Oogie Boogie and getting tons of pictures and he, you know, just grew into it, which was really awesome. And he then started going with his friends and he still goes with his friends now. And it's awesome. And he's going to be 23 this year. So it's pretty Ooh. weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That makes me feel all kinds of old. Thank you. I know. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to do that purposely, Mike. And uh, and Darren, I think you're the only one here who could probably challenge me for as long as you've been going to Dragon Con. Uh, when was your first uh, first year? My first year was the first year. There you go. See, I knew that. <laughs> and I remember very little of it, so don't ask details. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it was a party con, but it was. It was. Uh, I distinctly remember being at a hotel party until way too late for my age because that was 87 i was still in high school mm-hmm. so it was uh it was a trip it was a it was a trip but I, i'm a local atlantan and dragon con became one of the um back then you know first year it was a baby show let's go see what this is about we'll go on saturday sure let's go and we didn't buy badges we just hung out in the hotel because they didn't have much security and they weren't kicking people out of hotels and things like that that wasn't a concern back then we didn't go into anything that was badge restricted but we were just hanging out because a lot of our friends were also there who had badges and they were going to stuff. And we, we figured while they were on breaks, we could just hang out. So we did. And we wound up in a hotel room. And I think I left at four in the morning. Maybe. <laughs> Darren, and you were only 10 years Maybe. old at the time? <laughs> I, I, I was a baby. A baby, sir. <laughs> and that's the story we're sticking to. <laughs> So, uh, so I think though we can all say probably that the first year we went, we were not prepared. Oh no, right? not, not at all. No, so, <laughs> no. So, and and I and I'm sure with the newbies group, you guys get this all the time, and we get it on the podcast. How can people prepare for Dragon <laughs> Con? And 
as much as they can. Obviously, it's something so massive, and I think it's it's a special thing that people have to have to find out for themselves, right? Have to discover for themselves in a lot of ways. But there are a lot of like tips and things that are good to know before going in. And I think the most important one right now is that it's never too early to plan, right? Like it's never too early because especially if you're talking about getting a hotel room and uh, getting your badge and and getting out uh, travel arrangements and all that kind of stuff, the particulars, it's, best to get that stuff out of the way as fast as possible. Um, especially with the hotels. I mean, right now, none of the host hotels are quote unquote available. Um, th- you know, there will be rooms opening up here and there. Uh, but there, there's handy, dandy Facebook groups that help connect you with absolutely. people trying to offload their rooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. There are ways to, that rooms can be transferred. Um, with certain hotels and uh, they don't make it easy. Let's face it. I think one of the hotels are probably like, if I'm being honest, the hotels are the worst part of Dragon Con for me because of the way they, the way they do things. It's just, they don't make it easy for anybody because they don't have to. They're always going to sell out out like every year. And, and, And that's, that's one thing that sticks in my craw is that customer service kind of leaves you know, they, they think they don't have to be, not that people are outrightly rude, but I've run to a couple of people at the hotels who work for the hotels, and they certainly weren't going out of the way to be nice to people. I'll put it like that. <laughs> yeah. I, so you, yeah. You've got to have your business stuff together. You've got to know, this is my registration number. This is my yes. you know, credit card number, blah, blah, blah. you got to have all that stuff together. you got to stay on top of it. Right. They will cancel your registration in a heartbeat if you give them a reason to. <laughs> And yes. sometimes not even if you get the reason. To no, exactly. Stuff, yeah, sometimes it mysteriously happens. Every yeah. every so often, every couple of weeks, uh, something will hit my brain, and I'll be like, "Let me just check and make sure my hotel mm-hmm. reservation." Is yeah, still I check like every it. month. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to. Uh, there, unfortunately, there was a year where I did, and I'm glad I did because it wasn't there. So. Uh, you know, we got it straightened out, but it is starting to stress uh, me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the, the Marriott way. website right as we speak. Yeah, it's the way of the dragon. It's the way of the dragon. Well, but hey, there's been years where a computer glitch, yes. yeah, could canceled like over 200 people's reservations, mm-hmm. and then the hotel's response was. We can put you up in one. It's like ten miles down the road. Yeah, that's what's what they did to us at the Hyatt. They were like, "We can put you in Hyatt Buckhead." I'm like, "Absolutely not." Right. Yeah, there was also a year that they didn't say anything to anybody, and the yes. Hyatt was under construction. And you showed up, and they said, "We can. We have a room for you two miles away." Yeah. But no, you no. have a room for me here <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm on 18 panels this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Now, now, that being said, sometimes if you are a fly by the seats of your pantser, you can get lucky with some last-minute reservations. Sure. But I'm, if you're flying into town, I would not take my chances on that. And and don't go to Airbnb. Yep. No. Just about no. To say, never. Don't never do it ever. No. no matter how good of a deal it looks like. Mm-hmm. And no matter how, how many good of an experience you've had in the past. Exactly. Yeah. There no. is, even though the the corporate Airbnb tries to crack down on it. People who list on Airbnb for Dragon Con weekend often don't know what it is, realize what it is after you've booked, cancel your reservation, and then relist at a much higher price. Oh, very much I so. Wouldn't even try, I wouldn't even trust a super host. No. no. And don't trust the pictures you see in those things, too. Mm-hmm. 
because a lot of those are fake. We've had friends of ours mm-hmm. who've actually – they were supposed to stay over by Little Five Points, and mm-hmm. they got to the address. It was an empty lot, literally. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Any other vacation, go ahead, book Airbnb. Don't do it for Dragon Con. No. And just like with any big city, there's some sections in town you probably don't want to stay in. So do yeah. your homework. Exactly. There are, read, read, read the reviews of the hotel because if there's – Especially in the downtown area. I mean, as I think it was the Barclay Hotel up until a few years ago before they remodeled. Like, people told you in the reviews exactly what it was like once you stepped out that door. Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, or I had friends of mine who stayed at the, what is it, the Motel 6 that is mm-hmm. right over by the, I think it's over by the Hilton. And you have the highway literally right there. Right and, there by your hotel room. Yeah, literally outside your window, you have the connector, 75 and 85, and it doesn't stop. It doesn't slow down. Yeah. It doesn't get quiet. And it's your very own white noise machine, Mike. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> or just imagine it's the ocean. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and and yeah. even though Dragon Con takes place in five hotels, a uh, the America's Mart Center, a huge area, Okay, my reservation's safe. I just looked. It, it doesn't take, <laughs> but maybe like you know, a few steps to end up in a bad part of town. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you want to Uber? So right. So or Lyft or whatever. It's it is, it is very much recommended that you take you you stay as close as possible to the car. Well, Jen, or, you know, Jen you know, ran into that last year. Okay, I wasn't in a dangerous area. No, <laughs> no, but you uh, were you were so close, but yet so far. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was only a, uh, um, I was on the other side of the aquarium, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and the I've hotel was nice. Hotel yeah, the, I stayed at a Hyatt. I think it was a Hyatt place. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Staff was great, uh, and we were going to the aquarium party as part of Dragon Con. So I was like, "Hey, we can just go across the street, go to the party, come back to our room." But I didn't take into account that because of. All the different events downtown, including Dragon Con, that, you know, once everything started going, that an Uber, which would normally should be a five-minute ride, became 15 to 25 minutes, depending on the time of day that I was getting mm-hmm. it. Whereas sometimes you're like, I can walk there quicker. Mm-hmm. And I could we could walk there in 15 minutes. So, yeah. uh, but then, you know, once you get to Con, then you're like, sweaty. I wasn't going to do that in a costume. <laughs> And then once I got, if I walk back to the hotel, then it was just like, I have no desire to go back now. I want to lay down. <laughs> I want to watch TV. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm not ready to go deal with this again because of how long the travel took. I miss, yeah, I miss a lot of stuff. Um, like it's doable. And I know a lot of people who do it and it, it doesn't bother them. But, you know, when you're somebody's used to being right in the thick of it for the entirety of the over decade you've been going, it's jarring. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. to switch to that. I, I think a lot of people don't know about all the events that are happening in Atlanta that weekend. I think it's just Dragon Con. There's a major college football game that goes on that weekend. Yep. There's Black Gay Pride that goes on that weekend. There's the Decatur Book Festival that goes on that weekend. And there's Dragon Con. That's a ton of people in a small downtown corridor. Mm-hmm. And that's, and not that's, even not just us. that's not even including if there's a baseball game. Or, you yeah. Know. Right. Yeah. And that gets even yeah. more so. The last one of the big reasons we we started the newbies group too was because you know it, it's it's a 
convention, which people are used to conventions if they've been on the circuit, but it's not like a convention. It's a, it's a whole different beast. Yeah. You know, and it's got many more people, many more tricks and, and, and tips to, to learn about. And the, the biggest thing I'll tell somebody is, you know, if you're coming to Dragon Con, ask the questions. Like, there is no yeah. dumb question in the newbies group. We right. say that over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how many times we've heard it. Ask the question because somebody's going to pipe in, whether it be a local or someone who's, who's a veteran of, of many years. We're going to give you the answers. That's what we're they're there for. Exactly. And also remember, we are up on Facebook Live. And if anyone on Facebook um, wants to get in touch with us, please ask questions. This is your time to be able to ask the newbie guys really, <laughs> truthfully, or any of us, any question about the con. Because, you know, this is, you know, almost like they're sitting up on the stage right now and, you know, <laughs> you know, waiting for you guys to ask the questions. And sometimes it's like pulling teeth. But you know what? This is the ch- chance you guys have. You have a, a captive audience and, you know, we're here to help you and we're willing to believe you, too. So it's even better. <laughs> and, and if we don't know, we're the just missing right- Muppets for the early late show. <laughs> and, and if we don't know the answer right now, we will get it for you uh, no, get as it. soon as we can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> a big tip for newbies I would have, though, is like if it's your first time or you've only been going a couple of times. And you haven't learned all the secret passageways and shortcuts. There is a map. There's maps. So people start posting closer to con and the Facebook groups shows you the different uh, hamster trails, uh, sky tunnels that we can use to get from hotel to hotel. There's a way to take one of those that goes to a parking garage that gives mm-hmm. you a shortcut to the Sheridan where registration and some of the tracks are that lets you avoid the hill from hell that will burn your calves at and you're out on your first day there and then you don't want to walk for the rest of the con do everything you can don't let anyone tell you to take the hill to the sheridan don't don't listen they are trying to ruin you oh trust me trying to to get from the sheridan to the weston in five minutes for a panel no 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 i've done it Done I've it. done it through the food court, but not that hill. No. My Fitbit was screaming, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, yeah, let's you, we back to down back the panels, hill. And when somebody down comes to talk fine. to you afterwards, when you're in the Sheridan, and then you have no. to go to the West End. You gotta go. You gotta go. I was sweating through that next panel. <laughs> no. Oh. Like, yeah. That's why you bring the Tiger Balm, the Icy Hot, and the Epsom salts in your in your luggage. Yeah, I bring that stuff. That going up that hill, it it, it doesn't no, nothing works except for <laughs> filling the bathtub up with a lot of ice every night, and screaming in pain. Everything hurts, and I'm dying. And it's only Wednesday. <laughs> we uh, we started this with preparation, right? And that that's. Another one of the things you can start doing now in preparation for Dragon Con is walking. Oh, Walk. very much so. Walking Walk. or Stairmasters or something so you could be ready walking for the hills. And walking on hills. Yes, yeah. very much so. Make sure you have comfortable shoes as well. We have a comment over on Facebook. Our friend Stephen Fowler actually um, is saying, Hi, Steve. Um, looking at the possibility of bringing my four boys aged 12 to 21 and oh. haven't had the pleasure of attending before. What is the best day for families? Sunday. Sunday? Yes. Sunday, Sunday is, is family day. The best mm-hmm. day. Okay. Yeah. Saturday is the day of the parade. But yeah. unfortunately, you're get, with the parade comes thousands and thousands of other people. Yeah, uh, which Saturday's makes the it most very, crowded. Yeah, it's the most crowded. Even last year when they didn't sell day passes for Saturday, it still mm-hmm. was crazy to navigate the air. So... 
Sunday is is yeah is is a good day. No, that's and, good. And I, I would say DragonCon is a family friendly event during the day. But but once you get to seven p.m. You're going to Every want to probably evacuate. There's people who do push it all day yeah, long. That's when you so. start seeing the electrical tape and items co- not covered. You're going to see a lot of thong costumes. You're going to see a lot of bikini costumes. You're going to see things that you as a parent might be more uncomfortable for your 12-year-old to see. The 21-year-old is going to be fine. I guarantee <laughs> you. But the 12-year-old might be like, Daddy, what's that? And then... There you go. Now you're in that conversation. There's another thing to note with that age range is that anyone who is, is it 15 or older? I know it's the the age you can get a driver's permit. That's 15. Most states 15. 15. Okay. I don't, I don't know the rules in the South. So 15 and over can go around Dragon Con by themselves. Under 15 needs to be accompanied by an adult at all times. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's true. Because we had that trouble with William because he wanted to go off with his friends. And he got um, security, grabbed him. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like, is this your kid? I have never seen him before in the end of my life, officer. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends. It, it depends. What did he do? <laughs> exactly. Um our um Tamara Miller actually asked how do you get around in a wheelchair? Uh, there's a, a great service at at uh, Dragon Call there's disability services and they will be able to help you out with so much. Like a lot of people don't ask the question of what you know what what can you do for me and they can do a lot for you. Contact that's one them of the things as they can do. They are, yeah. They are very helpful. Yep. Uh, and they have a table right around the corner from um registration in the Sheridan. Mm-hmm. They also the have only a, other one thing to Oh go ahead. Sorry, (laughs) to be aware of when you're navigating, if you're using any kind of mobility device, not just a wheelchair, is elevators get crowded. Yes. So, but the the rule is to let people who need them on the elevators first. That is a Dragon Con rule. So if you find yourself in that situation, stand your ground and be loud about it. And if people aren't letting you on the elevator. Go get either hotel staff or a Dragon Con volunteer, and they will get you on that elevator. I've actually been in the basement of the Hyatt, and the the door opened, and it was full, and there was a woman in a wheelchair who needed to get on. It's like, everybody out. No one's in a wheelchair. Everybody out. Let this nice lady on. That's what... That's, That's what you have to do at the con. We are a community. We're a family. We have to help people out when obviously you have two working legs. They might be sore. They might be screaming. You might be drunk, right. but you can walk up a flight of stairs if you need to or stumble, whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. For, exactly. for the most part, it's a good community of people, but sometimes yeah. people's yeah. brains just leave their heads. They so turn see off. something, yeah. say something, yep. help out your fellow congoer. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Swan Wild actually posted that there is a map handed out by disability service groups members that show maps to use with wheelchairs and scooters. Well, that's handy. Because there is okay. like there is that one walkway from the food court at Peachtree Center to the I think the Hilt the Hyatt. And it has stairs and you have to get a staff member to do that lift for you. So if you can avoid that, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's easier to like go through the Marriott from the food court. Exactly. It's, you have, to, you have to, to waiting on someone in the Hyatt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So, but yeah, there's there's definitely walk arounds around, and the folks at Disability Services are great, and they have multiple yeah, they locations. Are. So yeah. definitely take advantage of that. And even if you have a mental disability or a physical disability of some kind, go to Disability Services or an anxiety disorder. Exactly, um, exactly. I, I, I've used I've used Disability Service for years because of a, a panic disorder that I have. Exactly. Judy has Not great. All- not all disabilities are visual. Exactly. Or Judy, visible, has, yep. Judy has epilepsy and she needs to get it because, you know, if she gets too stressed or anything, she'll have a seizure. And so, so if there's anything you need, if there's any accommodation that you think you might need or would be helpful, go talk to disability services. And they also have a Facebook group. Uh, you can join ahead of con and uh, the, the people who help run the track are in there to answer questions as well. You can get a lot of information before you ever set foot in Atlanta. And advice from other people who are in wheelchairs. Exactly. Exactly. We have uh, one of our members of ESO, Dr. Scott Figuet, needs to use a scooter to get around Dragon Con. And, you know, he, you know, has, you know, had issues. I need to talk to him about that because the last time the flames on the back of it were a bit too much. Yeah. Well, I thought it looked pretty cool, (laughs) truthfully. And he's yeah, and, he, but, and he kept and he kept on going. Wait till we get to this baby up to eighty eight miles an hour. So I know, but he burned those poor girls at the blood drive. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, Swan just added that an attendee is the one who prints the mass, mass naps out and hands them out. Uh, and the Facebook group is under DragonCon Disability Services Group. Fantastic! Yay, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, one thing you'll awesome. find about this. One thing you'll find about this con is that it is it is by the fans and for the fans. So a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the things that happen at the con are driven by somebody who says, "I need, need a thing. This. I yeah. need a thing to happen," and they make it happen. We yeah, we actually sh- were surprised. Was it last year, Sue, with the 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 fan made maps that were just so detailed and intricate, and they're about the size of your badge, so you just yeah. tack it onto your badge and carry it yeah. around. Which, That's how we really know awesome. the shortcuts. Those were a swag and seek item, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And exactly. And one of the things going back to disability services, you guys with the newbie tours uh, offer a tour for disability individuals. Yeah, the rolling yeah. tours. Yep. And that's wonderful that you guys do that or anything. I, w- I would hope that you have some kind of electrical wheelchair, though. I would not imagine doing this con in a manual wheelchair. Oh, God, no. A good thing. Uh, there are no. just too many hills, I think, for that. Well, either that or your arms will be like. Yeah, you're yeah. going to be you're going to be jacked. After this weekend, definitely. Um, Dominic Miller actually asked back to the aquarium party. Is there a separate <laughs> ticket for that too? And then we'll be there more yes. info on it. There is two separate tickets for it. Uh, there is a general admission, and then there is a VIP. The VIP is always limited. Although last year both levels were limited. Um, can't remember what the GA goes for, but the the VIP goes for around a hundred. Uh, and so you know where Jen's going to be at the aquarium yeah. party. Uh, <laughs> so last year it popped up on the Georgia Aquarium website around April, I believe, because uh, I found it randomly and was like, purchase. Uh, but the, it didn't pop up on the. Uh, it wasn't announced by the con till oh, I think three or four weeks later. So. Uh, that is one way you can do it. You can be nosy like me and just, you know, pop around and try to find it. But between April and June is when I would expect it to be announced that the tickets are on sale. Uh, it takes place Saturday of con. It goes on from 7 to 11. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's something I think people should experience at least once. 
in their Dragon Con career. Maybe not your first year, though, because that takes such a big chunk out of your Saturday evening. And if you, like, really want to get the con experiences of seeing, like, the really cool costumes and things like that, Saturday night is when people tend to wear their, their big, fancy ones. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, the, it's the let me show off all the work I've done night between the Hilton, Marriott, and Hyatt. So I, I would I would suggest not, if that's something you're, you want to see, if you need a break, the aquarium's perfect for that. Oh, uh, yeah. And the, no, the aquarium I, is an event I, I don't recommend you sleep on either. Like, if you no, if you know great. you want to go... Get the tickets as soon as they come away. up. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you want to do the VIP level, and, and traditionally VIP level has, and you've gotten an open bar <laughs> for like four hours... Uh, and there's been worth the price food. of admission itself. So uh, you, I, you just sold it to so many people. Just yes. they pull the sushi get, directly out of the tanks, right? You get food oh. that oh, is not from the, You get food that's not from the snack bar, and to me, that is also there's a whole separate lounge for VIP. Yes, yeah. with yeah. private views. I was always wondering what the tanks. Maui Maui was. Okay, <laughs> I went to the aquarium for the first time last year. Um, because I was there as, with you. <laughs> as a panelist, I never knew when my panels were going to be. So I never could mm. get the ticket because they had always sold out before I had my schedule. And somebody gifted me a ticket last year. Aww, uh, and I was nice. able, and I didn't have a, a conflict. So I went to the aquarium for the first time and it was great. And I had uh, an 1130 panel I had to get back for. Oh. And I was like, oh, it's a late night panel. Uh, not a big deal. I'll drink a little bit. I drank more than I realized I drank. And then a girl. I girl. showed up to my panel to find that everyone else who was supposed to be on the panel canceled. Oh, jeez! <laughs> oh. uh, I gave a somewhat drunk hour long presentation on the history of Star Trek slash fiction. I, I bet people Beautiful. enjoyed the Where's hell the out recording? of that. Recording. I want that. Cheers. Right here. Right here. <laughs> See, and, and Sue just said something that maybe a newbie who has been to conventions thinks, what? When was her panel? 11.30 a.m. and she was already drunk? No. 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 Dragon yeah. Con has programming 24-7, even before the con officially starts now, through Monday at like 7 p.m., I think is when we finish right now. Yep. Is that about right? I think it's more like five. Well, yeah, it was five, you include seven. if you include like the dead dog. Okay, dead no. Dog party. Okay, no. If you're including dead dog, dead we're dog's going not three a.m. Yeah, three a.m. on Tuesday morning, right? True. Like, well, but like we say, but, it's a marathon, not a sprint. No. You were saying about the what we call watershed earlier, the seven p.m. where things get a little raunchier, eight p.m. or whatever yes. it is each year. Seven. Right. Not, seven it's not just in costumes; it's also in programming. Right. Oh so it's yeah. After that, it's. I think it starts with the eight o'clock panels. Yeah. Right. But the, yeah, is when you'll start getting adult programming, and, and that's that where you'll find puppets. someone talking about. Kirk and Spock boning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, but, and, you know, but a lot of the real heavy adult stuff is no longer at Dragon Con. Yeah. They've taken a lot of the harder core material out. Yeah. And, and a lot of the. Over the last five non, years. Yeah. A lot of the non family friendly stuff is going to be, you know, clearly listed in the schedule and they'll card you at the door. Yeah. Yes. They do check ID. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and also, just because you see something's a puppet show, 
after eight o'clock, that does not mean it's family friendly. No, no not at all. <laughs> because raunchy adults like puppet shows too. Yeah, and, <laughs> even and, more. They, and they are amazing. Avenue Q is your primer. If you can't yeah. handle Avenue Q, you can't handle an. Adult oh, the puppetry puppet. slam is amazing, but you have oh to be gosh. you have to be over sixteen, I think, or eighteen to yeah. get into that. And you do get. You do. They carded well again. They carded William. It's, it's, you know? it's eighteen because well, it, it's an it's an eleven thirty. It's from yeah, like eleven thirty yeah. p.m. to three a.m. or something. The three a.m. Yeah. thing, right? Oh, and yeah. just assume if it says cartoon or animation, that does not mean made for kids Saturday morning no. or no. like twisted tunes that happen. Mm-hmm. What at like six thirty seven? That yep. has adult content. Yeah. Uh, well, but I think they do. I mean, they do a good job of denoting. They, they do a good program. job of like oh, they do. What do. Have to read. It'll be noted yeah. in the in the app in the schedule. Oh, very much. So. Comes out when <laughs> two weeks before, ten to fourteen days before. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. We don't do that in the newbies group. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we do that here. <laughs> yeah. we, we drink to that here. Yes, we do that here. Oh, yeah. 14 Everyone days asks, before the cut. The app yeah, out? yeah. yeah. It, it will not be. And sometimes it, even if we get it 10 to 14 days before con, don't consider it finished until no. you get to con. It's not don't official. consider don't it finished Monday. until the yeah. event's over. Yeah, I was going to say, do not consider any of the panels to be at the right times until you're sitting in the room. Yeah, or, even then, even there's then. something happens. Yes. On the classic yeah, track? Sue's panel. She gave a drunk panel on Slash Fiction and. Three other people who were supposed to be there didn't show, and that's I mean, okay. It was yeah. always supposed to be on Slash Fiction. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but like, but luckily, I yeah. just know that. And like, like you said, some people, uh, some people who you are expecting to see in the panels who are on the schedule, a lot of times they sometimes they don't show up either. Or Maybe they have a, a conflict. Growing up in a plant, exactly. Mike and me in the Marriott. You don't know what's going on with them. No. Okay. Um, but I was like, your best bet for updates is every day look around con for a little piece of paper. It's going to be a bright color called the Daily Dragon. That's yeah. going to give you the most up to date information on any schedule changes or cancellations or additions. Exactly. Yeah, and if you're hung over the the color will make your eyes squint. Well, the the years what Stan Lee left early because he was having a heart attack and everything. Yeah. You know, so you're going to have guests leave right in the middle of the conference. You know, things happen. Reason. Yeah, things happen. It's like if you hang out in the classics track room, you might get an extra mini panel between panels. Exactly. Ooh. Oh, that's very true. Joe Crow, it right alone, is you know a panel on his self. So there you go. <laughs> there, and, that. and a word of advice: ask him about mammal. Manimal. He'll Please, definitely talk yeah, to you. Ask about him it. about mammal. <laughs> uh, one bit of arm to get away. Okay, one bit of advice from uh, Jerry Chandler for family trips: if you can, stay in the city a few days after the con. Besides the rest, you'll discover you need things before hitting the road. Uh, things like the Center for Puppetry Arts is wonderful to go to. Oh, amazing. Um, it's and so also, good. And also, once in a blue moon, go to the aquarium because they run specials. If you show your Dragon Con badge um, after the show, later for a full week after it, they will give you a, um, something special. Or well, even puppetry Arts does a special as well. Yeah, they, they you do discount your con, Yeah, during con days because we've – after we saw the parade a few years – uh, and they started doing the traveling uh, Jim Henson movie tours. We mm-hmm. started using parade time to go get our discount at Puppetry Arts and like go walk through the labyrinth. Or oh, it was Dark amazing! Crystal Dark Crystal, exactly. Yeah. It was awesome. In fact, yeah. they started uh, the Puppetry Center for Puppetry Arts has also started having events that are tied to Dragon Con. It's not as 
well known as the aquarium yet, but they're, I think the first year they did a labyrinth themed ball for mm-hmm. an anniversary. Right. And oh, the most yeah. recent one was dark crystal. And those are either Thursday or Friday night. Or I'm Thursday. sorry. I forget. No, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I'm yeah. always busy Thursday because of the newbies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they want to get but, everyone over there before we start drinking. That's why it's on it's, Thursday. <laughs> it's a fundraiser, I believe for the, the center for puppetry arts, as well as like a, a, event tied to the puppetry track yes. mm-hmm. so if that's up your alley definitely i think yeah. it's puppet.org is their website yeah. yeah and i definitely tell people if, if they're coming in for dragon con and they have extra days to burn you know before or after atlanta itself is a city that is steeped in history and has a bunch of tourist stuff and everything else like there's so much more to do here than just dragon con in the aquarium and a little bit of research goes a long way and like trying to figure out you know what what else can you do while you're here because oh. it is a beautiful place mm-hmm. Exactly. And just not Atlanta itself. Um, outside yeah. of Atlanta, they've got an amazing botanical garden. They have um, some, you know, Callaway Gardens isn't all that far. Or you have up in the mountains, you also have, um, you know, Tellus Museum up in Cartersville. You know, there's plenty yeah. of things to do. And Georgia has Bucky's now, so it's even better. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, And you can also, you know, uh, go, there's movie tours around the Atlanta area. That's true. So, you know, a lot, of, a lot of our MCU movies, a lot of Walking, genre. Walking Dead. Yep. You could go to a casting call for background actors. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. And you too <laughs> you can be on TV. If you're, if you're going to be over by the aquarium, you should do the Civil Rights Museum and the Coca-Cola. Yes. Yeah. Right. yes. And definitely try Beverly when you're at the Coca-Cola Museum. Oh, yes. Don't, try Beverly. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Crusher you. is your friend. The, the, the Human Rights Museum will be one you'll walk out of with a somber attitude. So you'll totally. want that Beverly later to chase it down. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's true. Beverly. It's, true. it's bad Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we always tell people to try some Beverly when, you know, you know, when you go to the Coca-Cola museum, ask for Beverly. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's always good that way. But yeah. Um, Wait, is that the, like when somebody tells you, you really need to try Malort? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I should bring you guys some Moxie. Oh, I've had moxie. We've got plenty I've of that on this show, ma'am. I, I thought you brought the moxie to Atlanta every year. So. <laughs> <laughs> moxie, I believe, is from Maine. I've had it. It's it's not as bad as Beverly, but it's pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, when you go to Maine and you try it, and you go, oh, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, I am not. <laughs> so. So, so we got anything awesome. else from the uh, watchers, the viewers, the listeners, anything? Yeah, a couple different things I want to bring up real quick. Oh, really? Um, one of the things with Dragon Con is try to have a friend to hang out with or meet a friend, you know, somebody. Because Dra- Dragon Con is in the middle of a very big city. Don't ever forget that. And it's between hotels. And especially at night, it gets very rowdy, very loud. And I noticed it especially this last year. That, you know, people were drag racing up and down Peachtree Street at four in the morning and stuff. And there were people, you know, banging drums and all this kind of crap. And, folks, there's also a lot of homeless in any big city nowadays. And Atlanta is with that. And they've closed the mission that was the shelter downtown. 
and you're having people literally camping out right next to the hotels and stuff. And these guys aren't people cosplayers or not people who are drunk from the con. These are people who are down on their luck and they're going to be trying to ask you for money or for favors or something. And it's better if you have a friend with you or or somebody with you or be in a group of people you've met at least to go to between the hotels and stuff. Or at the very least travel in a group. Exactly. Especially late at night. Like if, if you want to leave a hotel to go to a different hotel, it's after dark. You know, people are very loud at Dragon Con, so you'll probably hear where they're going as they're talking. Oh, no, we're going to the Marriott. No, we're going to the Hyatt. Follow them and stick with them if you can. Or, oh, my God, I'm so drunk. (laughs) Oh, no, not that. That means something else. And and as we we tell newbies, you know, if if you're there by yourself or you're you're kind of shy and don't want to make a lot of friends, if you have a social anxiety kind of thing, if you're sitting in a line for a panel or you go to a a track room and, you you know, you're there for a purpose, well, everyone else is there for that same purpose. Hello, you've got new friends right there. It's like a conversation, you know. Hey, what's your favorite Star Trek episode? Oh, okay. You know, that kind of thing. And they really are there for that purpose because there's no room sitting. Yeah. Right. Rooms are cleared after every panel. That's the big. People in that room are there for that panel. That's the big difference between Dragon Con and a lot of like San Diego's or New York's where people, you know, literally are sitting there. You know, getting there at four in the morning or something to spend the whole day in in, the, out, yeah. in Hall H or whatever. They don't do that at Dragon Con, and they've had issues with that in the past that people tried doing that. And you know, and you're going to find well, they're, yeah, they're so used to it doing it at those other cons. I think Dragon Con allows it, and they don't read the rules. Read the rules, people. Mm-hmm. Also, if you, you feel also- uncomfortable, like tell tell somebody in a track room, mm-hmm. tell a volunteer. Uh, or if you see a line for something, go tell somebody in that line. Like, don't keep it to yourself. If something yeah. is happening that's wrong, uh, it makes you feel unsafe. Always tell somebody. Mm, there are people Even there. Every, there's you know, people there to help you, no matter what. Also, yep. you know, if people are drinking, sometimes they lose their minds. You know, sometimes it people forget happens. how to act, or. Uh, just are a little bit too boisterous. It doesn't even have to be something threatening if you're just uncomfortable, you know? There are ways to get out of the situation. A lot of people are at DragonCon to help. No, exactly. Every DragonCon volunteer will have the same lanyard on their badge, and every year it is a distinct color. Um, and a big ribbon like usually that says volunteer. Yeah, it's, it's real thick. It says volunteer across it. They're all the same color. And if you need anything... And you can't find security, you can't find whatever, you need help, grab any volunteer, whether they're on or off duty, mm-hmm. they will help you. And they'll so. know how to get you help if, if it's, you know, some to get an, a true security person or first mm-hmm. aid. We've se- I've seen so many gurneys coming into those hotels because first aid is needed or something because people dehydrate or they do yeah. something stupid. Dra- and- Dragon Con is not the place to learn your limits. For no, things. no. You're gonna be you're gonna be walking all day. You're gonna be naturally dehydrated. You have to know your body and listen to your body. And sometimes people don't do that because they're in this crazy party atmosphere. And we get it. You're excited. You're at a con, but or they want to show off. Don't show off. No, no, don't show off. Water and folks. Don't try to don't try to keep up. No, with, with the other people no. around you. Exactly. And, and also, you, also you, remember, feeling it No means no. Yes. You have play to, is not consent. No, it isn't. Not at all. It doesn't give you a free pass for anything, folks. 
So consent yeah. is informed, enthusiastic, and mm-hmm. continuous. Yeah, exactly. Well. I agree completely. So. And, and also, don't, you and end don't up take in strange drinks. No, yeah, don't, don't take a strange drink from anybody. No, if even if I if offer you, you apple trouble, pie, don't take it. No. Find, take find it. a bar. Yeah, if it's <laughs> I mean, my I'll apple take pie, it. That's true. <laughs> we'll we'll true. all take that. Don't uh, don't take Darren's. Yeah. No, don't take mine. No. Don't take mine. <laughs> I have nearly killed a man. It's true. And uh, and Dude, go to a bartender. You're the reason I've bartender. the only time I've ever ble- blacked out. <laughs> God. Go go and, uh, to a bartender in one of the hotels. They are always serving people. You need help. They can help you. And and mm. as a last resort, because I've had to do this before. Um, cause I was in a thick crowd and couldn't get to people I needed to help me. You can yell out security really loud at the top of your lungs. Damn straight. If nothing else. It's going to make the people around you who are crushing you in separate Yeah, and give you a chance to break away or keep yelling it. I've had to do it. It works. Exactly. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta knows what they have here with this, this convention. It's one of the biggest money makers in, of the year. And they don't so want to ruin it. it. They do not want to yeah. ruin it. Not only do you have the volunteers and the hotel security, but you also got Atlanta police right there. Some some are, are playing clothes, even you know, undercover kind of thing. Oh, yeah. uh, just well, just there to make sure nothing goes wrong. I've yeah. seen cops um, undercover in cosplay mm-hmm. and everything, and mm-hmm. so it's pretty amazing that you know. That they... being said, don't go up to someone who's cosplaying <laughs> as a cop. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I do that, just want to say that, that Walking I mean, we're Dead talking... cosplayer is not there for you. They're going to ask you how's my makeup look. Okay, so. We're talking about all the things that could go wrong or the, mm-hmm. the bad things that could happen, but I don't want it to scare anybody off. No, right. No, right? No, 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 are, no. These things are, are worst case scenarios. They are few and far between. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have a good you know, time. We're not just, trying to scare you. We promise. The you. main reminder is that you're not, although you might feel relaxed and easygoing or whatever, because you're at this exciting nerd Mardi yeah. Gras or whatever, Nerdy but bra. you're still in the middle of a major metropolitan area. Oh yeah. So and, be aware, be vigilant. Exactly. It's a fan. It's a fantasy world at con, but the real world does like to rear its ugly head occasionally. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, Cassie O'Donnell on the Facebook group said, "Casey, Casey, sorry, is <laughs> Cassie, Casey, Casey. I've had Cassie the, O'Donnell. The, the, this is this is my third one already, so it's okay. Oh wow, it's like and, have some water. Exactly, a favor." I got water. Don't worry. Um, it says Jerry Ch- uh, Kat- Casey said consent is sexy, and it's true. It is. It is mm-hmm. very much so. I agree completely with that. Nothing sexier than hearing yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> okay. That's, okay. That's what I call a TPK total party kill. I win the night. <laughs> yes, you do. You do, Darren. The uh, and you know the event is so overwhelming and and so huge and one of the things that I'm certainly guilty of every year I, even though I know it I know it I know it I know it uh, stay hydrated and eat something uh, yes. take care of yourself self care during the convention is so important um, and even more so as you get older for me so, uh, so <laughs> six so, six two one baby six so two, two one six two one it's the rule so if you if you see me at a convention please I will not be offended if you say hey have you eaten something uh, do you need a drink because uh, uh, sometimes I need to be reminded. Oh yeah. For, for, for those of you who don't know, yep. Michael, would you explain the six two one rule, please? Six two one rule is, is really simple. In a twenty four hour period, you need six hours of sleep, preferably continuous. Yes. Uh, two two good meals, preferably with vegetables, and at least one shower with soap 
Axe body spray does not count. No, no. Febreze does not count. With soap and deodorant, antiperspirant (laughs) applied afterwards, patchouli and axe do not count. No. Running running water is important, too. Yes, yes. yes. You might have to kick the person sleeping in your bathtub out of it to take a shower. Out of the bathtub to take a shower, but that's fine. I will also just point out that, like, there's, you know, there's the people who maybe they just don't want to shower every day, skin issues or what have you. There are now companies that do make shower wipes. Yes. Oh, very much so. They're they're made geared towards athletes Mm -hmm. uh, or people who are taking long trips and not going to be near facilities. Mm -hmm. There's lots of ways that you can freshen yourself up. Oh, because some of the worst thing is being stuck in the sky bridge behind somebody who has not showered for days. I, I carry a small little disposable deodorant, travel deodorant with me in my cargo shorts around con. Just because I know I'm going to be sweating more than on a normal day. Yep. yep. I know I will because I'm going to be around all the body heat packed in these places. I'm mm-hmm. going to sweat naturally. Oh, and bring yeah. your patience Basically. too because you're going to need it to get food <laughs> at the food court or to get everything. It. Yeah, everything. pretty much. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. Exactly. A, there's there's a lot of hurry up and wait. There, there could be up to eighty-five thousand people there. You're going to need patience. Yeah. <laughs> bring your flexibility. Bring your yeah. flexibility. Semper Gumby, always flexible. (laughs) You can you can plan every minute of your day. Those plans will change. Something will cancel. Something will get rescheduled. You might not feel like walking to the Sheridan. Things are going to change. Have backups. Schedule your my my biggest tip. When I mean we're months out from the schedule now, my my biggest tip when scheduling is to. Put in your meal times. Take yes. that time and put it on your schedule to eat and to rest because you need it. It is not possible to do everything at Dragon Con. No. There are 40 plus now fan tracks. Um, Each of those tracks is programming the entire convention. Mm-hmm. You can't do 40 things at once. Oh, and you're going to need moments to decompress every single day. Oh, yes. yes. There's going to be times or if you don't come Monday, you are going to be dead to the world. Literally. Yeah, you'll, you'll be dead. That's why we well, have also, a, yeah. a drop dead party. <laughs> you'll, you'll just also be miserable and not and not get the full enjoyment out of yeah. the con that you could. Exactly. And there's so much to enjoy of it. Think of Dragon Con basically as 40 small cons under one big roof. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's the best way to put it. And it's – as we say, it's under, it's basically five hotels, but now we also have America's Mart, where the vendor room. We have what three and a half floors of vendors, and then you have the artist alley, too. artist alleys up there. The comic book track is up there. The gaming track is up there, and I'm sure, knock on wood, hopefully they'll be lifting a lot of restrictions and everything. They'll be opening it fully back up again this year, mm-hmm. and everything. So. Or, or we also ease, have the art ease, show. We can ease back up to full capacity. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> no rush. No, no rush. <laughs> and, and I still, I still want to be able to walk around in the vendor hall yeah. and actually Seriously. see things. We still haven't even mentioned the dance parties every night. No, right? it's can go until three in the morning or longer, or longer. <laughs> and, and and there's also lots of Facebook groups out there for different fandoms. Have uh, meetups and parties uh, throughout the day and evening as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's there's just there's, no uh, two years are alike. No two days are alike. It's a different con every time. <laughs> no, I loved it last year. They had the gaming bar open 
um, right across from Peachtree Center, and it was mm-hmm. the free video games and everything. Mm-hmm. The and it's the old eighties games and pinball and everything. It had gauntlet. I know it was awesome. Oh, Blue Valkyrie was about to die. Yes. Did you shoot the food? <laughs> Elf shot the food. Yeah. No, and it was fun because I went there with uh, Judy and Rosalind. Mike's wife and mm-hmm. we were there and it was just they were just like wow this is awesome and you know and then Rosalind said I think I saw pinball machines like this in pictures before and so wow. <laughs> and it's like oh god I feel old <laughs> oh. There's so many things that make me feel old, but I still like going to Dragon Con as well. And we hope that everybody watching this and listening to this show will go to Dragon Con too. We want to see you there. Yeah. If you have any questions whatsoever, if it's your first time, if it's your 20th time, there's going to be questions. Time, do you have questions? Uh, go to the newbies group. Uh, you can uh, ask them at any time. Uh, they're always very helpful there. Um, and we'll have a link to that group in our show notes. Um, and also, you can also ask us if there's a question that we didn't handle in this episode. Please feel free to write to us, and we will be glad to answer that as well. But I think... And Mike, I think what, gonna... is, what is the email address that they write you at? <laughs> it, it is uh, feedback at dragonconreport.com. Good I was idea. getting to that. I was okay. getting to that. But but now we are, we are now drawing to a close this second episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report, which we have recorded live in front of a Facebook group. Thank Our first so time being live, folks. This is yeah, pretty good you. for us. So feel free to let us know how we did. Jen has um, a question. And, Jen has uh, a question. Yes. You have you you but for those who watch the live, when this episode goes up as a podcast, won't there be a few bonus segments in that episode? Not this time. Not this no, time. Not this time. No, we're, not, time. we're not that. We're not that prepared. Not that <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that'll be. I thought I heard y'all talking about it before we that, went live. That'll Sorry. Be, that'll be starting our, our first. That'll be, yeah, that'll be starting our, next, next time. I believe. That's next yeah, month. Our okay. first bonus segment is going to be all about how Tony keeps his lock so luscious. <laughs> wow! Yes. Oh, and and a reminder: we have nothing to do with Dragon Con. We're not nothing official. No, no, <laughs> no, we have a lot to do with it. We're just we not do, official. Not yeah, official. not officially. <laughs> We're not officially there, right? Yes. right. The, the same. The same disclaimer goes to the newbies group. We are not an official part of Con. So, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. So, um, so let's wrap it up. Big shout out to our station crew. Thank you, uh, Sue and Michael, for joining us on this first ever Facebook Live. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, where can people go to find the newbies group? If you search Facebook for Dragon Con newbies, you will find us. We have a page and a group. Uh, the group is a place you want to go. The page isn't isn't updated very often, but uh, we have two two very simple questions when you uh, when you stop by. So just make sure you answer those, and and you can join the other. What are we now about five thousand people or or so in there, something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's a mix of it's a mix of newbies like you know you know most of the people we expect to to be listening to this and veterans as well because once once you go to the con, your experience, we want you to stick around and share that knowledge with somebody else so exactly you'll become the expert basically now we do have a moderated posting turned on but we have uh, we expanded our mod team last year uh, so somebody should see any any question that you have in a matter of you know not a couple hours maybe tops Um, and that's we we mostly keep that turned on so you don't get a million sunglasses ads no absolutely yes (laughs) so necessary these days um, is there anything else that uh, Sue or Michael you'd like to promote personally while you're here? I don't. Uh, just uh, personally, my my uh, 
efforts for pop culture analysis and stuff are on uh, creativecriticality.net. Uh, that's also where you find a lot of my week-to-week stuff, uh, like the, the uh, Doctor Who timestamps project, which is also cross-posted to DSO. So I'd uh, love you if you stop by there. Awesome. Sue? And uh, if you want to hear me talk about Star Trek and slash fiction and lots of other Star Trek topics, <laughs> uh, you can hear me over on Women at Warp. That's womenatwarp.com, where we explore intersectional diversity in infinite combinations. Nice. nice tagline. That is Absolutely. awesome. That works. That works. <laughs> and, and for our regular crew, thanks, Jen, as always. As always, it's a pleasure to be here and be a part of the team. And Darren, thank you. You're welcome, sir. And of course, Director Faber, thank you, which none of this would be possible without you, man. Of course. Especially this one. live stuff. Exactly. I'm the one who hits record and is reading all these different questions people are asking. <laughs> and now people, of course, since we're ending the show, are asking all these questions and commenting. Yes. You know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we'll, we'll, we, you, your questions are written down, so we will actually look at them and, and try to address them in our next episode. Next no episode. lightning round? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Real quick, Jerry Chandler, with scheduling, I always tell newbies to try not really to schedule. You'll know the big thing you want to see but you'll have fun when you give yourself time to explore and find things you'll love. Didn't know about it until you found them. Always give yourself some free time and explore the con time. And always, and always emphasize, carry a bottle of with water in it. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yep, yep. That's or pie. So, exactly. So, definitely. Or pie. Or pie. Or pie. <laughs> or pie. <laughs> Oh, um, in reference to pie, Jerry Chandler wrote, Mike's, Mike's apple pie is great. Darren's will have you waking up a week later with a really bad headache. Absolutely. absolutely. Consent is everything, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I mentioned before, we try to cover all we can with these episodes, including really great uh, recipes for pie. But please, to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website, social media outlets, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Discord, they're there. They're always there. Uh, all the fan tracks are active on the social medias as well. So uh, please, and also join the Dragon Con parties, meetups, and more on Facebook. Um, and uh, we will uh, post all the stuff there as well. Um, we are a proud member of the ESO Network, and we have a tea Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that in this episode's show notes, as well as at the top of the ESO Network page. Uh, ESO Network also has a Patreon page. Thank you once again, all patrons. We appreciate it. Uh, you can help support our show by leaving mm-hmm. a review on whatever you're listening to or watching us on. So please feel free to do so or email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Thanks for watching and or listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And as always, it has been my pleasure. Take care. Stay safe. And we'll see you at the con. See ya. Bye. Oh, also go to the YouTube page. This is where the video will be living (laughs) from now on. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. 
Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Thank you.